welcome to the Reliance Community Podcast. Worship with us on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock or 10.45 a.m. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. I want to real quickly, and, and I promise we're going to do it quick because I know you're looking at your watches. So uh, uh, we, we know that over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about oneness, body of Christ. We've been talking about what this looks like. Jesus' high priestly prayer, John 17, that, that he cries out to the Father's heart, God, make them one as we are one. Then the world will know that you sent me. So we know there's something radical about unity and oneness that if there's anything that we're missing right now, If there's anything that we're lacking right now, it's got to be that. Because then you read the book of Acts, where we've been, and the book of Acts, in in, in Acts chapter 4, says they were together. All the believers, okay, thousands of believers, had one heart and one mind. So we've said it over and over and over. What's the difference between Acts and where we're at now? There was something in them, same Holy Spirit that flows through their veins, flows through our veins, so that over and over, there was something in them about this oneness and unity they had. They had one vision, and that was Jesus. One heart, that was Jesus. One goal, that was Jesus. That's what they were after. So we've talked about this. And so um, I just real quickly, five minutes. I want to share, we've got something obviously big we've been praying about with the election coming up, and and I believe that this is an opportunity for the church, okay, I believe this is an opportunity for the church to speak to who Jesus is. Come November the 4th, the day on their social media account, the watching world Many people are going to get on their social media accounts. Many people are going to get on their, their, their Instagrams. They're going to get on the news. And they're going to see one way or another what's the response of those men and women who call themselves Christians. And they're going to be looking and they're going to be asking these questions. What's their response? And so I want to talk today. I want to talk today about this week coming What does it look like to have this unity, oneness in Jesus that we've been talking about? Because the Bible talks a lot about how we are going to be known. Matthew 7, 20 says, by their fruits, you will know them. What's the fruit we're going to put on display this week and the months and the years that are coming to follow? Let me preface why this is important. Because in my kids, okay, four kids, and when one of my kids gets their way, they seem to gloat it over the other kids. Anybody do that? Like, I got it, you didn't, ha, 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 right? Right, it annoys me to death. It just, I'm like, why do you do that? You're just stirring them up. There's no reason that you're doing that. You got what you wanted. Why are you stirring up the other ones? But you know what else annoys me? The other ones are throwing the temper tantrum that they didn't get what they wanted, right? Like, I can't believe you love them better than you love me. I'm like, no, I don't. Right, your mother birthed all of you. I was there. All right, we love you. And so, both sides of my kids—they're one's throwing a temper tantrum, the other's gloating over the other ones. And I'm going to tell you, church, it's not just with kids. I've seen grown adults do the same thing. And I believe that we're going to have the eyes watching us after this whole cycle is over on November the 3rd and November the 4th, the eyes of the world are going to go, are they gloating? Are they not gloating? Did you, they're going to look at their Christian friends and be like, are you throwing a temper tantrum? Whatever side you're on, they're going to watch you. Do we fall apart? Do we boast? Do we get angry? D.L. Moody says this. Out of 100 people, one will read the Bible, and the other 99 will read the Christian. 
We are walking representations of Jesus to the world around us, even to our own families. When this whole thing goes through, few people will crack open their Bibles. Everybody else is gonna see what the Christians that they know are doing. So if you have your Bibles, we're gonna do a little work in Romans chapter 12, verse nine. Real quickly, just a few minutes. Paul's just come off. Paul's just come off in Romans chapter 12 with this whole give your lives as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to the Lord. He's just come off of this idea of going, do not conform to the patterns of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your hearts, by the renewing of your minds. Like there's something that's happened to you. Now your life is a living sacrifice for Jesus and you're transformed. You're not the same person. You're not following the patterns and the customs and the traditions of this world anymore. And then he goes and he talks about these grace gifts. And because of this, God God has given you gifts, the gifts of mercy or leadership. There's seven of them. And he begins to go through all of the grace gifts that he says he's bestowed upon you. So your, your life has been transformed. Your life is a living sacrifice. God has gifted you in these gifts. And then he goes into verse 9. He says, so here's how we should live our life. In light of transformation... In light of you've been given gifts by the Lord, in light of the fact that you're not following the customs and traditions of this world anymore, he starts in verse nine and he says, this is how we should live our life. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil and cling to what is good. Hate what is evil. We are not a perfect nation. Church, I want you to hear me say this. We are not a perfect country. We are not a perfect nation. We have a bunch of things out there where, where the scriptures say, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Amen? We have a lot of things that we've got to deal with. There are injustices in our world. There are things in our world that we as the church should not stand for and that we should rise up in. It's just that our gaze is fixed on the one who can fix it and is Jesus. So we need to be men and women that represent that the Lord cannot stand injustice, that the Lord cannot stand evil, that the Lord cannot stand when, when the least of these gets crushed. He can't stand it. And our heart should be in that same thing. We can't just turn around and be like, yeah, 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 we, we don't really care about those things. There is something that I hear from the watching world all the time, and it's the word hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, the practice of claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which one's own behavior does not conform to. I can sit here and say, oh, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad, but then the hypocrisy in my life is either I put up with it or I do it myself. Do you truly hate evil? I have to understand what it means that the watching world is going, do you truly hate evil? What do you do about it? Verse 10, be devoted to one another in love Honor one another above yourselves. These are things that we're gonna do, hopefully starting today, and then after the election on November the 3rd, I pray this is what people see, is they see a culture of honor coming from the church. We honor you. We may think differently, we may have different beliefs in terms of what we think is gonna fix this or that, but we honor you because you were made in the image of Jesus. And I will give my life and the rest of my life to make sure that you know who you are in Christ. We honor one another above ourselves. It's not my agenda. Verse 11, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. You know what zeal means? 
Passion. <laughs> Never lose your passion, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. I don't care what happens on November the 4th. Hear me. I don't care. At the end of the day, it's done. It's over with. And what? I didn't get what I wanted. It's not about what you wanted. Oh, it didn't go my way. Passion for the Lord. He's still moving one way or the other. Amen? He's still in control. Don't lose your fervor or your passion or your zeal in serving the Lord. Whether you get what you want or you don't, your call is to still serve the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. Our doors are still open. We're still going to go out and we're going to love the community. And every single person that wants to know the love and faith and hope in Jesus Christ is welcome in. And then the, the fun one. <laughs> Bless those who persecute you. Yay. Oh, and just in case you missed it, Aaron, bless and do not curse. <laughs> rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. James is gonna say the same thing in, in verse three about, well, we've gotta really be careful, church. Listen to what he says. James 3.14, if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. There's no wisdom that comes down from above. There is no wisdom that comes down from above, above but is earthly. Uh, this is the wisdom. There is wisdom that comes down. This is not the wisdom that comes down from, the, from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. When we have jealousy and selfish ambition in our hearts, this is unspiritual and demonic, according to James. Now look what he says. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Why do we have disorder? Because we have jealousy and selfish ambition in our hearts. But the wisdom from above is pure, peaceable, gentle, open to reason, heaven forbid, full of mercy and good, and good fruits, impartial, impartial and insincere. And look what he says. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Like here we are, we're saying, God, we want righteousness. God, we want to chase, we want to sown in peace by those who make peace. And so in verse 15 of our text there in Romans 12, he says, rejoice with those who rejoice. You're gonna wake up on November the 4th, there's gonna be a bunch of people rejoicing. Rejoice. Trust you, Jesus. No matter if it went my way, trust you, Jesus. On the other side, you're gonna see a bunch of people mourning. But I didn't get my way. Didn't go the way I wanted. Mourn with them. Trust the Lord. He's our strength. Joy of the Lord is our strength. Trust him. Will the world see a church that rejoices and mourns? Because we're not caught up in the worldly things. We're caught up in Jesus. And then finally, he says this. Do not repay Anyone evil for evil, but be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone if it is possible. I love this. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live in peace with everyone. Look, it may not depend on them. They may hate you anyways. They may hate you. He says, if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, you be the one. Live at 
peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. (laughs) For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, what? What? If he's thirsty, give him what? Something to drink. Listen to what it says. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. I've always loved that verse because when I'm really angry at somebody and I want to be Christian about it, I'm like, Lord, send the burning coals on their head, right? <laughs> I've missed it. Just a tip. They're not hot enough, Lord. You know, okay. The whole point is the more I press in and I believe that that the spirit-filled life transformed no longer after the patterns of this world, transformed by Jesus, living sacrifice filled with the gifts of the spirit, I don't have to be the one of revenge. In this moment, I can love my enemy. I can feed my enemy. I can give water to my enemy. I don't have to repay back. And, and, and the, the thought of this is that your enemy is going to have coals in their head because they may burn with anger and hatred for you, but they can't say anything about you, so it drives them crazy. So they just seethe. Ugh, they're so nice. Why do they have so much joy? Why do they love me so much? Come November the 4th, all of the volatility and all of the division, at least in this section right here, is going to have someone. And the watching world is going to go, yep, there's the church that we knew they were. Look at them running their mouth. Look at them crying out for this or crying out for that. Look at them either being boastful and rejoicing or, or, or being mournful and sad. Look, look. Or they're going to go, ah, look at the church. What are they doing? They're rejoicing with those rejoicing and mourning with those who are mourning. They're loving their enemies. They're speaking peace. They're telling us that their hearts aren't fixed on the things of this world. Look at the church. We've not seen this. It's going to be one or the other. So as we close out today, I just want to encourage you to go home and and study. Romans chapter 12, verse 9. In light of where we're at, how do I make this my Christian character for a watching world? So Father, in the name of Jesus, as we leave this room today, we've prayed, we've worshiped, we've read your word, and now God, may we go and be a living testimony of who you are. Radically changed by what you've done in our life. And ready, God, to offer grace, ready, God, to offer the love, ready, God, to offer the hope of Jesus that you've instilled with us for the watching world around us comes through you. You're worthy of it all, and your inheritance is the whole earth. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. We will see you after the election next week.
Thanks for listening today. If you want to find out how to get involved, go to reliancecommunity.org.